Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Life's a Sport Lesson Up. Today we are going to review our fantasy football draft. We'll talk about each player individually and uh, later in the week we will go into our own draft rankings for each position. I look forward to that. Joe, when we started out this year, it, it really started off chalk. We started off uh, the draft. You had the number two selection. I had number four. Yep. Uh, and it, it pretty much went went as expected. We had Todd Gurley go number one, mm-hmm. and the second pick overall was Le'Veon Bell, who you took. Do yep. you want to talk about that pick at all? Uh, I mean, I was going to take whoever you know the guy picking first didn't take. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I didn't. I mean, if I, I would have rather picked later down in the draft because um, I'm not really. Uh, totally into either of those guys but i think that um they're the two safest safest picks although bell doesn't just doesn't practice anymore he's like gary payton this guy um so i, I would have been more more confident i think if i picked later in the draft but um yeah i was going to take whoever the first guy didn't take uh, being girl or bell just because like we talk about um i want it to be better safe than sorry did you consider anyone else at this sele- selection yeah the only other person i considered was david johnson um which would have really, really made some waves in our draft, I think, because of, of what you'll see uh, uh, kind of occurred. But um, I considered David Johnson just because uh, I think he's going to have a lot of workload. He's he's not dealing with like a leg injury; it's mm-hmm. it's a broken hand or arm or what have you. So um, I think that he's going to have a lot of work. But but their line is just atrocious. I don't think that offense is going to be any good. So when you break it down, I, I'm going to go with the guy on the better offense, and, and that that's basically what it was. It wasn't, it, you know, I did a couple mocks where I took Johnson there and said eh, it's it's yep. you know yep. it's, it's fine didn't but, look as good at the end um i think that bell at the back half of the season is gonna um you know pay off in, in spades for me so third overall this is i guess a little bit of a surprise but yeah. saquon barkley went number three overall yep. i wasn't expecting this but at the same time i had him right around this ranking i thought mm-hmm. he would go somewhere between uh four and six i guess uh yeah were you were you surprised by this pick yeah yeah um i mean i, I texted you and said just kind of asked if the guy picking there went to Penn State, and he said yes. And I said I won't be surprised if if Barkley okay. goes third. Right. Then um, I was I was still surprised. Though. I, I figured um, I figured David Johnson would have went in that spot, but that was probably just my own my own thinking. Um, but or or or, um, or not Kamara, but uh, Elliot or, or Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little little taken aback, but not not totally shocked. So this um this manager, it's their, his first time in our league. So mm. I texted him probably a few days before, and I'm just like, hey, just let me know who you're picking, so like I don't have to stress <laughs> over it. And his response was like, well, if if Aaron Rodgers is there, dot dot dot, and I'm like, <laughs> oh okay. So like, I, you know, I didn't know if he was messing with me, but I thought yeah, maybe right. maybe he will take quarterback <laughs> there, and I, I could really have my pick. Yeah. So I had the fourth pick, and I went with Zeke. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting out the year, Zeke was in the same conversation for me as Gurley and Bell. He was in that tier Mm -hmm. after the frederick news came out he sort of fell down and um what's her other uh offensive lineman who's banged up um uh anyway frederick uh, came down with with that strange illness and he might only miss a couple weeks he might miss the entire season it's not really determined but uh their guard uh who was just heavily paid he is out as well he's starting to practice again and the more i thought about i'm thinking about him 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 i was thinking about david johnson in this area and what it really came down to was I really like Johnson's ability to both catch and run the ball as well as Barkley. But Zeke, I'm looking at, and I'm like, even if those guys, um, even if Frederick is injured for the entire, oh, Zach Martin is the same. Mm-hmm. Even if uh, Frederick is injured for the entire year, I think the, that offensive line with him and Smith will still be better than uh, the Cardinals offensive line. 
So that's sort yeah. of why why I lean towards Zeke. And I know Des Bryant and, and Jason Witten, they've had a lot of red zone targets over the past couple of years. So I Not think yeah. yeah, they're gone. I, I really think even if Zeke has a lower yardage total, he might have 15 touchdowns just rushing the ball yeah so i'm thinking probably 1400 yards and 12 touchdowns is what i'm what i'm hoping for so i think it's a pretty safe pick yeah i agree fifth do you, you think about uh receiver there brown no not at no. all yeah nope. I, I probably wouldn't be there absolutely uh running back so we'll kind of cruise through the rest of the first round uh alvin kamara went five i was surprised by this i think johnson absolutely should have gone here mm-hmm. but johnson went next and he actually went to the owner who drafted him last year yeah. and it was injured <laughs> so that's uh it's funny how that but how he certainly didn't out. expect them at six this year yeah yeah no way so antonio brown went seven <clears throat> uh kareem hunt eight odell beckham nine Fournette ten dalvin cook eleven and then at the turn, two wide receivers, which is an interesting start. It was mm-hmm. Hopkins and Julio Jones. Yep. Interesting start for Dave because he usually takes five straight running backs to begin every draft. So um, I guess that's that's the right pick. I'm sure he, he wishes Cook uh, um, would have fallen to 12 maybe mm-hmm. and, and Hopkins would have went 11th or, or Jones would have went 11th and he could have got a running back and a receiver. But, um, you know, that's sort of what you have to do. Yeah, and it was it was really running back heavy as as we're about to get into. So yeah. with the ele- out of the eleventh spot to pair with Cook, Michael Thomas, and then Fournette and Gordon were pr- it's probably the best starting running back uh, duo um, for any of our managers. Um, yeah. So that's out of the ten spot, and then um, to pair with Odell Beckham, Devontae Freeman, uh, Dalvin Cook, and Devontae. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Kareem Hunt and Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, and then we get back into the the running back selection. So David Johnson and Jordan Howard. I really like the pick of Jordan Howard here. I was hoping to get him with my pick. He went just, uh, looks like, two spots ahead. So I was a little disappointed by that. But it did open the door for some of the wide receivers that I had highly ranked to come back to me. Yep. So Gronk went off the board right before, uh, right before with the um, 20th overall pick. Yeah, 20th yeah. overall pick. And then um, it came to me. So at this point, I had uh, the guys still on the board were Keenan Allen, uh, A.J. Green, Mike Evans, Rogers, uh, any of the uh, tight ends not named Gronk. So I went with Keenan Allen. He mm-hmm. was my fourth ranked wide receiver. Back to the well. Yeah. I, I just think with the volume he's going to get, I, I think this is a, a very safe pick. It was between him and A.J. Green for me. Mm-hmm. I have them similarly ranked, but I have Keenan uh, just two sp- I think two or three spots ahead of him, yep. so I went with uh, Keenan Allen. Next, uh, to round out the second round, uh, Travis Kelsey, A.J. Green, who you took, and Mike Evans. Why don't you tell us about your pick? Um, yeah, in retrospect, I should have taken Joe Mixon because I wanted him, but I figured I would have been able to get him um, at, at 20, 25 in the um, – I'm oh. sorry, 26 at the beginning of the uh, third round. Um, so I figured, all right, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i grab A.J. AJ Green. Um, I talked about him – on a previous podcast where I think this guy's an incredibly talented football player who people don't seem to, I don't, he just doesn't, he doesn't fall into the, the, the crowd, I think of the really good wide receivers, but I think he's going to be productive. And I think Andy Dalton can, can throw the pigskin a little bit. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to have him. Um, and I think he has a bounce back year. I'm just not a Mike Evans fan. I don't know how, yeah. how you really feel about him. I just, for some <laughs> reason, didn't want him on my team. Yeah, I've, I've um, I assume it's just cause that offense, the team's going to be so, so bad. Uh, Winston's not playing the first couple games. So it, it just didn't make sense to pick him there. Um, but like I said, I, I wanted, I, I should have taken Joe Mixon and just got two running backs and, and then maybe grabbed, uh, I don't know, Tyree Kill or Irv Zach Ertz even consider him a wide receiver. But um, 
not how it played out. Um, so I take Green. Evans goes uh, 24th to round out the second round. And then Mixon goes the first pick of the third round. So I miss him by one spot. And that's really funny because my next pick, <laughs> um, knowing I needed another running back, I, I, I mean, I'm looking at, at my rankings now. And uh, of the guys available, I had McKinnon um, 29th overall. And my running back 15. The next guy was uh, Alex Collins. You know, Adam 33 overall. So I just took the guy I had ranked higher by a couple spots. Um, and if you follow football, you know that Jarek McKinnon, towards ACL, like, what was he doing? Like, walking his dog? It was like a total non-con, not non-contact, like, jogging, that's, just fluke. That's usually how they happen. Fluke injuries. He was so. um, he was juking against, you know, just open air and... Crazy. Yeah, went Crazy. Down. So McKinnon done for the season. Um, and that was my, uh, that was the 26th pick overall, second pick of the third round. So let's talk about that a little more, because this mm-hmm. happens every single year. Last year, I lost a second-round pick, I think, two weeks into the season. Mm-hmm. David Johnson, everyone knows, he was the first overall pick in our league. Yep. He went down with uh, first quarter of game one. So mm-hmm. this happens every year. It sucks if it happens to your team, but we yeah. all have to deal with it. So you, you know, you're not going to just turn in the season because of this. You need to find ways to make it work. Yeah. So so what's your strategy now going to be to, to t- kind of find a guy who can either short-term replacements week to week based on their matchups, try and trade for a guy, um, try and just play the waiver wire. What's your, what's your move at this point? Um, waiver wire. Uh, I mean, I have, I have some running backs who could, you know, very, I mean, I, I think, you know, later on in the draft, I, I took Marlon Mack and I think that Marlon Mack, if he is healthy and plays, he can fend off, um, Hines and, and, uh, um, I can't remember the other guy's name. In, Wilkins. In, uh, Wilkins in Indianapolis. But if he doesn't play well, then he's going to lose that job immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a risk. I have Tevin Coleman. So I told you I pray every night that Devontae Freeman gets injured. <laughs> um, to get, get Tevin Coleman would, would probably bump up into a top 10 running back if, if uh, that happened. But at the same time, he still gets goal line work. Um, I picked up Corey Clement today. Uh, just because what we were talking about, it didn't make a ton of I was actually surprised that he was there. I don't know if somebody drafted him and dropped him. But no, no in, in, in Eagles League, for him not to get drafted was odd. Yeah, the time I didn't take him like twelfth round. It's <laughs> I was, funny. I was looking over my rankings. Yeah. We'll get into this uh, later in the week yeah. in our running back rankings. But I took a guy. I drafted a guy four spots after I had Corman, uh, Clement ranked. Mm-hmm. So like I'm looking over my rankings. And I'm like, why do I have him and not Clement? Back? Yeah. Uh. Um. So that yeah, it's interesting yeah. how that, how that works. But uh, for. For the Eagles, who have the best offensive line yeah. in the NFL last year and going into this year, especially with getting Peters back, I think that's a very a, a safe pickup. Well, yeah, there's there's nothing high in, upside. Yeah, that's what you have to look for because there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing there necessarily that's just going to step in and be able to to totally compete. I, I don't necessarily want to start Coleman on Thursday against the Eagles, but I, I might. I'm going to kind of monitor Marlon Mack's situation. He he's coming off an injury. Um, later, I drafted Chris Tom- uh, Chris Thompson from Washington. He's going off a broken leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who knows what's going to happen there. So I'm going to keep an eye on the waiver wire extra closely and 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 just kind of roll with what I have and hope hopefully my my other uh, position players can can pick up the slack a little bit. But running backs just just flew. It felt like they just flew out of the trap. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't that. It gets the, it gets shallower every year because when you have a guy like McCoy who you don't who knows I mean. Mm-hmm. What, what's going to happen there? You got guys getting older, more committees. There's a lot of a lot of situations where there's literally three running backs. I can think of We're all gonna four get or work. five situations are yeah. all going to get work. It's there's a lot of rookies coming in that are mm-hmm. are going to get work or take work. So it's it, it it becomes really really difficult. And I think the people in our league sense that. So there was I mean there was just nothing 
There's just nothing there in the, in the running us, back realm. Walk us through your thought process when you received the news alert that McKinnon was injured mm-hmm. and it looks serious, but you didn't know yet if if it was an ACL, if he's done for the year. You just yeah. you're I'm assuming you received a notification similar to the one I did that says McKinnon's down, it looks serious, but we're waiting for confirmation. So what's going on? What's going through your mind at that point, yeah. knowing that he is your week one starting running back? Um, yeah, I mean my my number one thought was was well I, I found out through. In, in a PPR league I do, there's a, a group text with everyone in the league, and one of the guys said something to one of the other guys about McKinnon down down for the year, and I wasn't sure if it was true or not. And um, I went and looked and was, so then I went to look and get Breida, and somebody had already already taken him. Uh, and I saw, saw Alfred Morris was there, and I, I was drunk, and didn't I, I knew that I didn't want Alfred Morris, but I picked up Naeem Hines, mm-hmm. um, which in retrospect wasn't great. That's why I just dropped to pick up Clement. Um, but I just said I, I would hope to get Burita because I think he's going to be um, the main back there and, and have every opportunity to take it. Alfred Morris, I just don't. I've there's no there's no way I see him outperforming Burita to the point where he's handling 20 carries a game yeah. there. Or you know, I wouldn't. I would probably don't think I would start. I mean, if I had Alfred Morris on my team, I wouldn't start him over Tevin Coleman or Marlon Mack if healthy. You know, week one. So when I saw Breed was gone, it was just all right. I don't know. I'll try to try to figure this out when I when I sober up a little bit, and uh, <laughs> and that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do now. So yeah, it's it's like, but it wasn't. I I didn't want Jarek McKinnon. Every I mean, when I say every mock draft, mm-hmm. I mean every single mock draft I did. I got Joe Mixon, and that's about every. I, yeah. We're talking about fifty every single one. So the one thing that that drove me absolutely insane was that Morrow takes Joe Mixon before me. And then in the message thing, he goes, I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah. And I, 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 I just, I steam coming out. I love Jeff McCaffrey. I was, I was I love so it. <laughs> pissed. I was so pissed. Um, so yeah, that was, that's kind of the way it, it shook out. But when you look at it, I mean, I had Mixon 27, McKinnon uh, 29. I liked Mixon a lot more, but mm-hmm. at, the, at the same time, I was like, okay, this is, this, this will be fine. Cause this guy's going to get some work and I think Jimmy G can move the ball. So so for, for me, okay, for me at least, Mixon was the drop off. If I didn't mm-hmm. get him with, you know, if he wasn't available with my third pick, mm-hmm. um, which was the fourth pick of the third round, I was holding off on running back mm-hmm. until it came all the way back around, which is about twenty spots later. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I was with you on that. Uh, continuing with our draft, at um, the third pick of the third round was Tyreek Hill. This guy's a, a he looked really good, especially with mm-hmm. uh, Mahomes', Mahomes ability yeah. to throw the ball ninety yards in the air, which is it's it's incredible. Yep. This guy's speed with him it's um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch um so it came up to my pick and at this point the running backs i wanted like i just mentioned uh howard was gone mixon was gone mccaffrey was gone Mm -hmm. i i was looking at wide receivers but in my rankings i have just a plethora of deep wide receivers in the fourth fifth sixth seventh round so i didn't want to take another one there being that i got keenan down in the second um, I, I really wasn't sure what to do. I went with the best player available, which was Zach Ertz. I didn't love the pick because every mock draft I did where I took a, a tight end mm-hmm. at that spot, I didn't like my team at the end, but right. I just I stuck to my rankings and went with best player available. So I got right. Zach Ertz to pair with uh, number one wide receiver and number one running back. Now I have a tight end that I don't need to stream for the rest of the year. And that's sort of how, how it played out for me. Yeah. And, and you know, kind of when you look back, you were the aforementioned manager who got Matt Breida. You're probably, uh, you know, if you have a tight end who's disposable, you're probably or I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're probably dropping a disposable tight end to make room for that roster spot. And then you're maybe yeah. you, you maybe I think you only drafted one tight end. If I'm, I did, I'm I only drafted so one maybe, tight end. Take so. LA, then you're dropping him. Then you got to pick up another tight end. Yep. So even if you have a guy like, uh, 
I don't know, Doyle or Ebron or mm-hmm. Reggie Howard or something, then dropping him to make that roster spot for Breed, and then you have another decision to make about who yeah. to drop to pick up a tight end. So, so, so I, draft, kind of I dropped, headache, um, yeah. I did draft a kicker, but I dropped my kicker mm-hmm. really, you know, obviously to pick up Breida just mm-hmm. to take the flyer on, see what happened with the McCann news. Right. Luckily for me, it was the right pickup because McKinnon's out for the year. So right. now I have just another another guy that I got pretty much for well, like I'm for free that probably would have been drafted in like the sixth round, I'm guessing, if he if the news had broke before yeah. before our draft. So um yeah, that worked out well for me. But at the same time, like you mentioned, now I need to drop someone. So everyone's gonna be looking at the waiver wire, see who it is. It might be a guy who you could pick up or, or someone else. Yep. Um so there will be movement in the league. Um how far how far down the the draft should we go with this? Um, let's just why don't we just kind of pick and choose interesting okay. players in interesting spots. Um, uh, here round four is where where things really um, you know kind of kind of got interesting for for me at least. So it goes McCoy, Amari Cooper, Smith Schuster, Collins, Drake, Chris Hogan, Josh Gordon, Golden Tate. Uh, then I end up with Demarius Thomas. I wanted a running back there, so I wanted I was going to take uh, Drake or Alex Collins if if they had had fallen to forty seven, the uh, second to last pick of the fourth round. They don't end up with a guy I don't really want, Demarius Thomas, but that's kind of where I have him ranked. Um, again, I, I may have taken Lamar Miller at fifty, but he goes a spot ahead at forty nine, the first pick of the fifth round. So I end up with another wide receiver. So I usually try to get five running backs in my first six picks, but it was just it would have been reaching like. 30 mm-hmm. spots for guys and I missed out on two running backs by one one spot because of doing that so now I have Marvin Jones starting in my flex which is not a terrible thing hopefully it's it's a, a solid year for him but I typically try to get five running backs and six picks and I didn't come anywhere near that and the reason was running backs were just f- freaking flying um, and then the other pick um, you know I, I end up taking Drew Brees at 71 the second to last pick of the sixth round because before him Royce Freeman Karyon Johnson Jamal Williams all go and those are three guys that I, I would target for that next running back spot. They're all gone. There's, so said, those are tough spots when you yeah. have three guys queued up and you're four spots away, and that happens. Yep. It's it's uh, it's tough. So so one of the best picks for me in this draft was getting Josh Gordon in the fourth round, mm-hmm. coming back. So I had him very highly ranked among my wide receivers, and probably the six picks leading up to that selection was – my adrenaline was was through the roof. It was just just every <laughs> single pick. I mean, there's a minute thirty seconds for, yep. per pick, and I'm staring at like if I can get this guy because of how ha- how highly I had him ranked. Um, a few of my mock drafts, I took him in the third round, but I knew there was a chance, there was a slight chance I could get him with the fourth uh, in the fourth round. So. After I got him, it made me feel so much more confident about my Ertz pick because mm-hmm. now I still got two of the wide receivers I really wanted, and I had a, a stud tight end. So that was probably my favorite pick um, of the draft for my team. Yeah, my favorite um, pick was the tenth round, the last or second to last pick in the tenth round, one nineteen. I drafted Keelan Cole. Um, so so Marquise Lee is done for the year. Cole kind of steps into a much bigger role. He was a pretty solid player last year, but. You know, one of the reasons I, I like this pick a lot is I, I was going to take him there, and maybe I could have waited around. I don't, I don't really think so. But you know, in the ninth round, defenses start going off the board in, in our league. So Jacksonville's <laughs> defense goes one hundred five, Minnesota one hundred six, and, and when when Jacksonville when Jacksonville's defense went off the right. board, people in the chat were like, "Oh no, I want them." It's nuts. It's in, in the ninth. It's round. It's just nuts. A kicker goes one hundred nine, first pick of the tenth round. So it's just nuts. So I just said, like, all right. And, and, you know, the Eagles defense goes 114. It, it's like, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, I'm assuming everyone that took a kicker defense had a quarterback already, but, you know, 
Andrew Luck's on the board, Roethlisberger's on the board, Mahomes on the board. <laughs> like it, it just, it, it's kind of crazy that you wouldn't even take a, you know, a, maybe a, a flyer on a on a um, on a Latavius Murray or, or Keelan Cole or John yeah. Brown. One of those guys are taking a defense. So I was I was just happy that I got him and and other teams just yep. totally screwed up on so the put on in perspective, early early round picks. Kickers and defenses were selected before I drafted a quarterback. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you took Luck as your first quarterback in the back of the tenth round. So yep. yeah, it's the end of the tenth. Yeah, it's I mean, um, it, it's it's pretty crazy. And I also took a, I took Roethlisberger, um, one twenty two. I, I typically don't carry two quarterbacks, but um, I figured I'd go with two two old guys with with a little bit of a potential left and and go from there. Um, I like pairing. I like how you took these two guys yeah. specifically to pair up because neither of, or both of them have had struggles on the road mm-hmm. in the past few years so breeze every home game you're going to want to start him there might be one or two where you don't but yeah, with that- Roethlisberger you can sort of pick and choose it's going to make weekly playing a little more stressful as manager because mm-hmm. if you you know either one of them could go off for 40 points exactly. in a given week yeah, right. so if you do that the wrong week and you lose it's going to make it uh it's going to be a very frustrating season if that happens multiple times but you do have two solid options yeah and I like Breeze, even where I got him, because he, he has even his a lot of his road games are in a dome this year. Um, I think he plays like thirteen games, eleven. I think like, it's oh, 11, it eleven yeah. games in domes or something. So yeah, he's he's going to be um, be be out of the elements quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I, I was I was I was pleased. Um, kind of how the back end of my draft turned out. Um, I do need to play that quarterback situation right, and I need to hope Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is going to have to be the best running back. Uh, in, in the NFL, I think for me to have have success this year because I'm going to be really struggling at that position um, all season with no. with McKinnon going I mean, with McKinnon going down. Get, no, get it's going to be here. really tough. It happens every year to different teams, and and what's going to happen is if that guy goes yeah. down. There's going to be other running backs that go down, and there's going to be guys sure. on the waiver wire who step in and may not have the same type of production, but they're going to get the same it, workload, and you'll yeah. be fine. You're you're going to be able it's, to pick someone up off the waiver wire at some point. And, and you'll be fine. Or what's going to happen is instead of starting a third running back each week mm-hmm. in your flex, a guy who you may have started anyway is yeah. going to move up into that spot and you'll find a, a, a deeper wide receiver or tight end to start in the flex. Yeah, there's there's certainly a lot of football. So, I mean, I, I you know, you almost want this to happen now as opposed to when you're, you know, in the hunt for a playoff spot or something like that. Um, so we, we shall uh, we shall see uh, as, as kind of we move forward. Um, but do you want to do you want to go through? Uh, I don't know if you have individual teams in front of you. Any any teams that you liked in particular? Yeah, a few teams stood out to me. I really did enjoy. Uh, I'd say the first five rounds of my team, mm-hmm. and then um, from there, I, there's there's a few picks I wish I had back. But to start out, I took Zeke, Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, Josh Gordon, and I got Marshawn Lynch. So I'm pretty confident in my starting two running backs, starting two wide receivers, and uh, starting tight end. I'm pretty sure I can roll those guys out most weeks. Marshawn Lynch, we'll, we'll see how that unfolds with uh, with what Gruden's doing in Oakland, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident about that. The I actually really, I liked your team as well. I, I think with your team, you really did a good job of just taking the best player available. Looks like you have a lot of veterans that you took early. So you have Bell, A.J. Green. I feel like A.J. Green was a good pick, kind of fell to you. McKinnon, I wasn't a huge fan of. I mm-hmm. had him... Uh, 
lower ranked. But with Thomas and Marvin Jones, again, those guys, it seems like no one is too excited to take them, but they fell to you and they're going to put up numbers. Um, Marvin Jones was the fifth overall um, wide receiver last year. He was just on an incredible efficiency rating. So I don't expect that to happen. I expect a slight yeah. dip, but to have him yep. as your third wide receiver is good. Tevin Coleman's a smart pick. Um, he's going to be involved in the game uh, every week. Plus, he has the upside if something happens to Freeman. Drew Brees, again, it seems like he just fell to you. Marlon Mack, I was targeting. I ended up getting Wilkins later instead. And Chris Thompson, when he played last year, I remember he killed me. He absolutely killed me. He was very valuable as a as a pass catching threat. Right. And I think that um, with Alex Smith there, I, I really think he'll be utilized uh, heavily in the in the passing game. So we'll see how he recovers from the from the broken leg. But he I actually, think those first nine 50, rounds, fifty four targets last year, Chris Thompson did. And yeah, and he got was, injured. Yeah. So yep. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good start. And the last team that I want to mention. Um, I really liked, I think it was the first six picks, uh, bringing it up here. Okay, so start off Dalvin Cook, Michael Thomas, and then it went— Whose team is this? Uh, this is Den Buddy. Oh, okay. So Dalvin Cook, Michael Thomas, Derek Henry, Amari Cooper, Brandon Cooks, Carlos Hyde. I really like that because he has three guys who I would feel very comfortable starting at running back or at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So if he does have an injury, he's still set with his two running backs, two wide receivers, and flex each week. Um, I, I think that um, there's a good balance here as well between guys with um, with upside, veterans. Uh, I think this is a uh, a really good start to the draft. Yeah, I like I like Michael Thomas a lot. Um, I think that was the right pick in that spot. And, and to pair him with Alvin Cook, I think, is uh, is definitely definitely wise. And then at kind of towards the the end of his draft, Nick Chubb, DJ Moore, a couple of rookies with upside, Calvin Ridley, fifteen. Um, so I do I do like that team a lot as well. Um, the other team I liked, uh, D's team, Bigger McCracken. I just think that uh, David Johnson, I, I definitely had him high, and then I was really high on Jordan Howard and kind of you know a, a very long shot that I could get him in, in the second round. Obviously, yeah, I love Jordan Howard this year. Um, but when you look at it and you look for the guy who who could be that second round running back that that goes off uh, a la Todd Gurley last year, I think Jordan Howard, Howard is that guy, I'm kind of a new him. coordinator. Um, obviously, defense just got a hell of a lot better with with Cleo Mack. He's been uh, a top twelve finish the past two years. Yeah. I think it was ten and twelve in standard leagues, which is what we play in. I yeah. could totally see him taking that jump to the to the sixth or something yep. like that. And then I like his receivers, Fitzgerald and, and Hogan. Um, maybe not incredible uh, incredible production for the entire season, but I think with Hogan, you're going to get production early on for sure. And Fitzgerald just seems to be uh, very consistent. Um, Marquise Goodwin is another guy who can kind of I like Goodwin. Um, can can kind of step in there if if you want to go with uh, a running back flex. And then quarterback Matt Stafford and Matt Ryan. You're you're looking for a bounce back year from from. Uh, Ryan for sure, but if that happens and he can return to form, then you have a really good player um, that you pick in the eleventh round. To, to Either way, the, these quarterbacks are very safe picks. I think for sure, one yeah. of them is going to be a top twelve quarterback. Yeah, right. I think they're both very consistent as well in terms of yeah. just Matthew Stafford. He's he's going to throw for forty five hundred yards some way, probably twenty eight touchdowns. It's a guy who you don't have to think too much about starting. Yep. Yep. For sure. Let's get into our quarterback rankings for this upcoming season. Stay tuned for our other player position rankings that'll come out in an episode later this week. Joe, let's go through the tiers first. I have a player in his own tier, uh, Aaron Rodgers, by himself, 
Mm-hmm. Any any dispute with that? No, no, he's far and away the QB one. Okay, why don't you go ahead and tell me who's in your next tier? All right, and and I think when we get to running backs and wide receivers, I think the top twenty are probably going to be pretty close to each other. Yeah, quarterbacks. When I was making these rankings. There's a lot of quarterbacks who I think are going to have a ton of potential. And we went through in, in previous episodes just how many quarterbacks who go undrafted finish as a QB1 at yep. least one week in the season. So I think we're going to have a ton of uh, discrepancy. Why don't we go through your rankings first, and then we can um, we can talk about the players and, and, and end it with uh, with my rankings. All right. So Rodgers obviously won. Uh, QB2 um, and, and kind of QB2, 3, and 4 I had all pretty close. Um uh, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, and Tom Brady. Um, and then moving on to QB5, I had uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, and then my QB6 was Drew Brees, who I, who I selected. So he was kind of at the back end of my second tier. Um, but those other guys had all had already gone. So you have five guys in your second tier. Five guys in my second tier. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and why do you have, it, it seems like you have, what, three Russian quarterbacks in that tier? Is that is that why they're in the tier? Because they have the option to get you. I think last year, Russell Wilson had like 854 rushing yards and um, Newton wasn't too far behind. He had 700. Is that why they're in that tier by themselves? Yeah. Wilson's on, I mean, he's going to have some tough sledding, so he's going to have to do everything. Like he'll literally have to do everything. And and I think he's up for the challenge of, of being one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, Cause he's going to sense like, all right, I got, I got to do this on my own, and I think yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be more apt to run and try to make things happen on his own. Cam Newton just you know his stats blew me away from last year what he did on the ground. I was I was really surprised when I was doing some research. Um, I think so, Wilson should quit football and play baseball right now. That <laughs> offensive line is atrocious. It's been atrocious yeah. for the past two years. He's somehow overcome it the past two years. Yeah, you're and put up well <laughs> last elusive. year. Last year he had the number one. I think he was the number one quarterback with 412 mm-hmm. points or something like that. Yeah. standard in a standard uh, scoring league. Yep. Yeah, I think that he. I'm scared of him just because eventually someone's going to catch him. He's gonna he's gonna turn over his shoulder and someone's going to be there. Hurt. Yeah, and it's because yeah, of the offensive line. That so, that's certainly the risk. Yeah. Uh, the risk you have to run, but but I mean, I, I, I do like I do like guys who can who can make things happen on their uh, you know with, with their feet. What about your second tier of uh, QB? My second tier was a little bit uh, shorter than yours, mm-hmm. and all three guys were were different. So I have uh, Deshaun Jackson at number okay. two. With Deshaun Watson. Uh, Deshaun yeah. Watson, yeah. Deshaun Watson at number two. Just what he did last year in that upside. He is another guy who's, honestly, he's going to have to run for his life. But mm-hmm. I think pairing him with Hopkins, Hopkins is is one of the best running back, or one of the best wide receivers in the game. Yep. And I think that just spending more time together and developing that chemistry, these guys are going to be very good. You have Will Fuller who can stretch the field. Bill O'Brien's going to put him, that quarterback, in a position to win. And succeed. I really like Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um, and he's this another, year. another guy who can kind of make it happen with his uh, with his legs. Yeah, for sure. And the, and the next two guys, um, actually, I guess five of my first six guys sort of can do that. So mm-hmm. I have um, Andrew Luck at number three. Okay. I think with um, with the new coach, uh, quarterback friendly coach, you see what happened with with Carson Wentz last year. Uh, was it Frank, Frank Wright? Is that his name? Uh, Frank Wright, yeah. Yeah, Frank Wright. So last year, you see what happened with Wentz. And Wentz, when I was thinking about it, he was always my comparison to Luck just because of their body size, their ability to make plays yeah. um, with their legs. And they they can do it, but they're not known for it. So it really only happens when when they need to. Yep. Uh, I think it's it's very comparable. And they finally have an offensive line that I'm, I'm confident in. I think this offensive line will be a top 15, possibly crack the top 10. Uh, yeah, Quentin, Quentin Nelson is is the reason that I liked um, Marlon Mack. Uh, I, I think that, you know, it's not going to happen, but 
the best rookie, I think, in the NFL this year will be Quentin Nelson. Not that he'll win rookie of the year, mm-hmm. but I think that he will be the most productive rookie in, in, in both, uh, you know, pass blocking for, for luck and, and run blocking. Um, you know, a very wise draft pick because you have to eventually protect the guy. Yep. <laughs> so they certainly did that this year. And, yeah, that definitely gives luck some upside. And my last guy in this tier is Carson Wentz. He is behind the best offensive line in football. So once he steps on the field, yep. he has you see what that offense could do last year. And that offensive line is just going to be better with Peters back. I, I really like Wentz in his third year um, starting. I, I think that uh, they, he has a ton yeah. of upside. I think that next year Wentz will probably be my, my QB one or two, um, depending on what he does this year. But this year, I just I just can't trust him coming back from from that kind of injury when his athleticism and mobility was was such a huge part of, of what he did last season. I mean, he could, you know, basically run with a guy on him and fire past thirty yards like a strike, and and that that kind of stuff is 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 why he you know why the Eagles trade all that stuff to get him, and and you know why he more or less leads the team to a Super Bowl. Um, but just coming off that injury, I just, I just don't know. Um, so I'm a little bit more, a little, little bit more, more skittish than, uh, than you are. But I really think that next year wouldn't shock me if he's my QB one. Okay. Let's jump into my tier three guys, because a few yep. of them you already mentioned. So mm-hmm. right behind Wentz, I have Wilson at five and mm-hmm. Newton at six. Yep. So actually looking it over, my top six guys are probably the six best or six of the top seven or eight best rushing quarterbacks mm-hmm. with Rodgers at one. Yep. Deshaun Watson, Luck, Wentz, Wilson, Newton. These, yeah, I, I think Wilson and Newton, just because of their running ability, they provide so much upside. Uh, I think that they put up put up huge numbers, especially Wilson and Watson without a good offensive line in front of them. Yep. So getting into rounding out my tier three, I have Matt Ryan at seven. Mm-hmm. Last year, he took a, a huge a huge step backwards. But you got to think, this guy was the MVP two years ago because of his passing ability. He had to learn new offense. I think him and uh, Freeman, and, and with the weapons he has, Freeman, Ridley, Coleman, Jones, Sanu, they, they, yeah. there's too much there for them not to succeed. So I think Ryan jumps back up to the around the 30, 30 passing touchdowns, 33 passing touchdowns this year. Yeah, if, if I didn't take which I didn't intend on doing. I was intended on taking Matt Ryan to be my starting quarterback all, all season long. Um, but it just didn't shake out that way, you know, when, when you're drafting. And when I could have got Breeze, I, I had to jump for him because I think we had him. He, Ryan was your QB six? Uh, Ryan was my QB seven. Seven, okay. So Breeze was my, yeah, Breeze was my QB six. And I had Ryan down there a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, I wanted him late yeah. uh, for sure. The last guy I had in this tier was Philip Rivers. So I was really targeting Rivers or Ryan later in the draft, trying to get them mm-hmm. in between the 10th and 14th round. Uh, I, I knew I wasn't going to get Rodgers, Watson, uh, Wentz, Wilson, or Newton just because of how high they'd be drafted. I wasn't willing right. to give up a top five or six round pick on one of these guys. So I was, I was targeting yep. pretty much from seven down. Um, so Ryan and then Rivers, I had at eight. He led the league in passing yards last year. I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't remember that. He got, you know, it's unfortunate that Hunter Henry went down, but he's getting Mike Williams. You know, this guy was a top seven pick in last year's draft. Yeah. He had the back yeah. injury, but watching him, was he Syracuse or Clemson? Um, we'll, 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 uh, Clemson. We'll, yeah, okay. So, right. he, yeah, he was, I mean, he can win every jump ball. So, you have yep. you have Gates coming back. They just signed him today uh, with Williams and the other Williams, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, a good running back. Uh, what's his name? Eckler, Eckler, a uh, good uh, uh, receiving Austin, running back. Austin, Austin Eckler, Eckler, yeah, yeah whatever it is. Uh, so yeah, I, I think there's he, just a ton of upside here. He's always just productive. Like 
He's been a you, top. You're pretty much always confident with him as your starting quarterback yeah. in any any season because he's just QB always. QB one. Yeah. I think he's been a QB one eight of the past ten years. Yep. Incredible. I was really hoping to get him with my second quarterback, but he has selected two spots ahead. Either way, yep. uh, I see a lot, of, uh, a lot of upside for Rivers. So who's your uh, tier three quarterbacks? All right, we have uh, Matt Stafford. Um, again, he's just going to throw the ball 50 times a game and hope he, co- hope he connects on on few touchdown passes every game. Um, so I did like him at uh, seven. Uh, and then I had uh, really, really neck and neck for my QB eight and QB nine. Uh, Kirk Cousins and Ben Roethlisberger. Cousins I had last year with the Redskins. He's on a, I mean, he's got really good receivers this year. He's got a really good running back and a really good coach. Um, there's a really good defense in Minnesota that's going to get get other offenses off the field and get him back on there. Um, so I think Cousins, you know, he's sort of, I don't know if he's the butt of jokes or really the big salary and all that stuff, but 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 I think he's going to be, and look, I'm not putting him at QB4, but I think um, he will finish in the top, and that's kind of what I'm predicting with my rankings is where they're going to finish, and I think he will finish as, as a QB8. Um, and then behind him, Roethlisberger, who I ended up with. Um, and then my, my QB10 and 11, again, just totally neck and neck, and, and if it came down to it, I don't know which one uh, I would have taken, but Wentz and Luck, just, just right back-to-back. Um, and basically for the same reason, I think that both have the potential to be the best quarterback in the NFL and win the MVP, um, but it's, or both could just not, not see the field. So <laughs> it's, it's such a, a little bit of a risk. And then I'm just going to give you my um, my QB12 as well, who is uh, Philip Rivers, who we just talked about okay. quite a bit. And he's my QB12 because he's going to finish in the top 12. There's just no doubt about it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I'm liking a lot. It's funny going through these rankings and where I rank some people. And I had to modify it a few times because I'm looking at it and I'm like, why is this guy 14th? I know he's going to finish in the top 12. So it's just mm-hmm. a matter of there's only 12 guys who can do that. So you need to make sure yeah. that you you rank yeah. them accordingly. And that's sort of where my next tier got to. I have Breeze ranked nine, which I think is a little bit low because last year was a down year. Michael Thomas mm-hmm. is going to score more touchdowns mm-hmm. this year. What it really comes down to is looking at that running game last year with Kamara finishing fourth and Ingram finishing sixth. What that tells me is that offensive line is good. I think that a lot of the... A lot of the passing touchdowns is jump balls you don't need to do when you have an offensive line that yeah. who's that yeah. um that equipped. So I, I think that he's going to take a step forward. It's just a matter if he goes from I forget what it was, it was like twenty three touchdowns to, to twenty eight or if he jumps all the way up to thirty five. Right, right. So right. I have him at nine because he's gonna finish as a top twelve quarterback. Yep. Next I have Brady. I'm there's just so much going on with that. They lost a lot of offensive yeah. linemen. I, I didn't know what I didn't really did not know what to uh, necessarily make it that situation yeah but i think it's tom brady they, 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 of, lo- yeah. they lost offensive linemen uh edelman's mm-hmm. out for four games yep. they only have three wide receivers on their depth chart after the uh, 53 man cut and every every other team the next closest is five like as wow. term of lowest yeah. wide receivers right, they only right, have right. three yeah which is just uh, it, there's just yeah. a question mark there so hogan can he hold up for an entire year Edelman yep. coming back after. Did you know fourth. he played the cross at Penn State? Did he play football? Did you know that? <laughs> Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Uh, and Gronk, he yeah. was considering retirement. I think Gronk's going to be fine. He's yeah. going to score a ton of touchdowns. He might have a career year, yeah. honestly. Uh, but there's just the offensive line uncertainty. I'm yep. just, you know, a little hesitant. And rounding out my round four, I have Stafford at 11 and Mahomes at 12. Yeah. 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 I can see. I guess the, the interceptions, you know, when we're doing negative two points per interceptions would be the only thing that worries me about, about Mahomes. But, but Andrew quarterbacks always, always score. He's got Tyree kill. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tyree kill is a really good player to have. And I, and I, I targeted him again because Mahomes throws that deep ball, you know, really, really well. And, and he'll can run under it. So there's going to be, I think there's going to be some long touchdown passes from Mahomes that are with gonna, him gonna and Watkins. Watkins, Watkins. Yeah. Is and Watkins first deep ball ability. Yep. Uh, my next tier, I cut, I cut off this tier 
just because it ended at 12 mm. when in reality these guys should all be in the same conversation mm. and Roethlisberger is next he should be there but I want to make sure that I cut it off at 12 yep. for that reason I, I have him rank low because I, I Bell's going to perform mm. Brown's going to perform Juju's going to perform everything seems like it's going to go well uh, something just seems off to me this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little hesitant, and I don't know if it's because of his inconsistency where some weeks he'll have four touchdown passes, others he'll have one, but I don't have him as high as I feel like most uh, most analysts do. Yeah, he's he, well, he's one of the fantasy players who um, will have, you know, his numbers are kind of skewed at the end of the year because he'll have had, you know, have a game where he has six touchdowns and 470 yards, and then his next three weeks he'll have one touchdown, no touchdowns, mm-hmm. and one touchdown. But it looks really good on paper because he's averaging three touchdowns a week. Yep. But it, it, it doesn't necessarily shake out like that. So. It's that Deshaun Jackson effect. Yeah, he always ends yeah, up a right. running back always, or a wide receiver yeah. too, but yeah. it all comes within eight games of the year. Yep, exactly. Uh, so within that same tier, I have Cousins, mainly because of that offense. They they have just so much talent. Thielen, Diggs mm-hmm. are drafted very high. Cooks drafted high. Yeah. Uh, Rudolph drafted high. Following the money, I think he's he's up there. And Mariota, who I got as my QB2, I have him in that same tier. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, I just think he can stay, get a step forward. He has Corey Davis healthy for the entire year. He probably, in my opinion, has the best offensive line in football this year. Uh, a new head coach, I think that's going to do wonders. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that's a huge, huge thing for him. And, and picking up on the system as quick, uh, you know, however quickly he can pick up on the system will determine, I think, a lot of his success uh, this season. Um I'll round. I mean, I have no intention of ever taking a quarterback out of my top twenty, so I only rank to twenty. Um, so you know, kind of going down the list, um, Garoppolo is very intriguing to me. Uh, Mahomes, Alex Smith, uh, QB fifteen, Matt Ryan, QB sixteen. Those two were, were neck and neck. Um, Mariota at seventeen, Goff at eighteen, um, QB nineteen, uh, Dak Prescott, and uh, we're getting really far down here. But QB twenty, Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't know why I'm apologizing for Andy Dalton so much. I mean, but, you but took I, AJ Green, I, so I, you I expect snuck, him, I snuck to... him in there. Yeah, I, I just think he's. I don't know. I mean, there's there's only so many you know really NFL quarterbacks that you can trust. I guess on a on a on a Sunday to manage the game, and I think that if Andy Dalton can simply reach AJ Green, AJ Green has a really good chance of coming down with any ball where he's in single coverage. Yeah. Um, and John Ross last year, I think he was a top ten was, pick, was, right? Yeah, he can fly. And he, he was hurt. he didn't have a catch last year, yeah. so you're getting yeah. that guy back. And you saw yeah. him in the preseason, what he can do, just how quick he is. Yeah. With Joe Mixon taking a step forward, their offensive and, line was they lost three starters last year on their offensive line. Yeah. That's why their team was so bad. Yep. This year they they yep. sort of beefed it back up, and now and, he has new toys to play with. And you still have Gio Bernard, who is going to catch passes oh, out, yeah, out of the backfield, yeah. and, and you know everyone's Eifert's in a blue back. Moon break one. We'll, we'll see if yeah. he's healthy. But yeah. every year Eifert's healthy. He he scored really, double. Really digit touchdowns that's all he does yeah um so rounding out the the bottom half of mine uh so i I went up to 15 with mariota i listed 23 quarterbacks and just because i like to take two quarterbacks we're in Mm -hmm. a 12 team league i figured i would be able to get two of them i knew i was going to take a quarterback probably not until the 10th round so i figured i'd take one at 10 and then one within the next two or three picks so i'd probably get two of these guys yep so i have Derek Carr at 16 who i don't think you mentioned no and no. if you think about two years ago, this guy was an MVP candidate. I know. Yeah. It's it's not too far off. I mean, he he did lose Crabtree, but he's going to feed Cooper. I think he's he's finally healthy. He broke his back, right, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Fractured vertebrae. So that takes a long yeah. time to recover. Yeah. He played last year. Well, you know, I have him at 16. You didn't mention this guy either. Terod that- Taylor. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't in good, good conscience put a Browns quarterback on there. So I can't do it. So I was thinking about this, and in the fourth round, we had Landry go. We had um, 
Josh Gordon go in the fifth round, mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde, Njoku got drafted. Yep. Someone has to get these guys the ball. I mean, Chubb yep. was drafted. Um, uh, John, what's his name? Uh, Duke Johnson was drafted. Yep. We have all these guys who were drafted. Someone needs to get them the ball. And yeah. uh, right his now, name's, his name's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> well, right now it's Tayrod Taylor. I, I think um, Tayrod. I think I, I think that uh, what's his face, the awful coach there, um, Hugh Jackson has to has to feel pressure. I mean, look at Dorsey's the general manager I assume it'll be on the next hard knocks like Carl Nassib got cut like it's oh did he yeah weird right it was weird how they kept talking about him not making the team but he was really good when he played when he started for them yeah I don't I don't know um but but he got cut and yeah I assume that'll be on tomorrow's hard knocks but Dorsey's making some some odd changes and I'm curious to see how long look I think Terry Taylor is a good quarterback but I'm curious to see how long of a leash he gets if they lose the first three games does does he should have start playing I don't know. Based on his history, who was it? Uh, Dozier? Kaiser? Kaiser. Oh, Kaiser. Yeah. yeah. Kaiser, who, oh, who was a rookie who started, yep. and then after, what, one or two games, he got benched? Mm-hmm. That's not what you do with a rookie quarterback. So no. I'm hoping he learns from his mistakes yeah. and just lets uh, Taylor play it out for six weeks or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You're not trying to win the Super Bowl this year. You're not. Uh, no. No. Um, I hope they know that. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then railing out that tier, I had Jimmy G at 18. And then the last couple guys, I had Bortles at 19. This guy okay. always... Sneaks his way up into the top yeah, 15 I think, conversation. I think I had him probably 21 um, where I was, but but I think he's like an okay player. I, yeah. I, I know that people are hate on him, but he's going to be on the field plenty because that defense is going to get I would, off the field and three I would downs never, a lot. Um, and then I, I like Keelan Cole a lot. Obviously, not having Marquise Lee keeps him out of my top 20, but uh, but I like Cole a lot, and I think that there's there's some some promise there. And look, throw his shovel past the Fournette for 80 yards, and, and yeah. you know you have you have some points. So I have I have 18 guys that I was comfortable drafting, and then Bortles is the first of the guys that I wouldn't draft, but I mm-hmm. keep an eye on. So Bortles, uh, Derek Goff, uh, Case Keenum, Andy Dalton, and Alex Smith. Alex yeah. Smith, I have at 23. He finished number five last year. Yeah, that's why I had him a little bit a little bit higher than you. I think that uh, again, that's partially being the Andy Reid offense, mm-hmm. but um, I, you know I, th- I think he can still finish in in the top top 15 quarterbacks if he has a really good year. It is time for the Shane Train, except the seats are reversed. So, Joe, I have a, a, a handful oh of questions for you. Uh, first off, this is a four-part question. So, who was the most difficult player for you to rank at the quarterback position? The most difficult player to rank at the quarterback position? Um, Wentz. Wentz, for sure. Okay. Um, you know, part of it is you have to factor in that you're playing in a league with a bunch of Eagles fans. Um, so your ranking is probably going to be a little different if, if you do want to get him. Um, the other thing is what's going on with the injury. I, I mentioned his, uh, you know, effectiveness came a lot from his mobility. So that was sort of a, a hurdle that I wasn't necessarily sure I could could get past. Um, and then the other thing is when's he going to get on the field? Uh, obviously, when we did our draft, it was sort of up in the air. He had a hunch Foles was going to be starting. Uh, now we know Foles is going to be starting. So, yeah, Wentz was really difficult to uh, to rank. Question two, who was the most difficult player to rank among your running backs? David Johnson. Um, because I, I, I was tempted to put him a little bit um, uh, a little bit higher than, you know, even as high as one. Um, but it just, it, I couldn't get over the, the Arizona, Arizona's offensive line. I think there's a lot of upside there. He's such a good player, and it's not, I just kept telling myself, it's not a leg injury. It's, it's a hand thing or an arm thing, whatever it was. So it's like, 
he got a year off. He's going to be fresh. He's going to be ready to go. He's going to catch passes. Not that it matters necessarily in our league is from a PPR standpoint, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, um, make things happen through the air. But that offense just wasn't quite good enough. But uh, I, I definitely did want to have him a little bit, a little bit higher, but just couldn't, couldn't pull the trigger. I invest a lot in teams' offensive lines, mm-hmm. and eventually it gets to the point where I have to, and I did this with Zeke, and I, I did it with David Johnson, where the the skill of the player at that position has to at some point outrank the the ability of the offensive line to to create space for them and yeah it's it's sort of that adrian pearson effect there was a while in minnesota where he did not have a good offensive line yep. but he was still able to put up just incredible numbers yeah um so for me at that position i have it off cameron drake uh you know adam gase's offense is, is featured around one taylor back but I just I didn't see enough of them last year to, to love them, and it just Miami just seems like a huge question mark for me. Yeah. The next uh, question: Who is the most difficult player to rank at the wide receiver position? Probably Michael Thomas. Um, he's going to be very good, but how good? I wouldn't be surprised if, if Michael Thomas honestly finishes as the wide receiver one. Um, but it's tough to tough to rank him kind of. And I think I had him at like five, uh, mm-hmm. wide receiver five. So it's tough to put him ahead of those four guys. And, and it was definitely a struggle. But I think Michael Thomas has a lot of upside. He's got Breeze slinging the ball over the place. Um, whereas with with Hopkins, you have, you hope Watson can replicate what he did. And, and Odell Beckham has Eli Manning throwing to him. Um, and Saquon Barkley's got to take off, take over some of that offense. So it's not just him and Evan Ingram, if he can stay healthy and all that stuff. And then, of course, Antonio Brown is just a he's the Rodgers of wide receivers, I guess, where, yeah. you know, he's going to be one. Um, but, but Michael Thomas was, was challenging because I, I think he's going to be really, really good. Uh, yeah. So I have Mike Evans here. I think there's yeah, just yeah. with, yeah. with the injury or with the suspension, I'm just really low on Tampa Bay this year. I don't think they're going to perform, but everyone keeps saying their offense has so much talent. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. really unsure where, where to put him. Uh, I, I probably was not going to draft him at all. Uh, unless he's there in the fifth or sixth round. So same question, who's the most difficult tight end to rank? Uh, O.J. Howard. Well, O.J. Howard or, or, or Tyler Eifert. I, I knew I wasn't going to, just the way where I picked, I wasn't going to get um, a tight end because I wasn't going to invest that that highly in Gronkowski or Kelsey. Um, I knew Ertz would, would kind of fall in the middle of where I was picking, um, so I wasn't going to get him. So I was really looking further down the draft. I ended up with Jack Doyle, who I think I had like 11th, um, and I think I had Howard 12th and uh, Eifert 13th. But Eifert is a guy I have him in, in my PPR league who has plenty of upside. Um, Touchdown machine when he's on the field. When, when he play, yeah, when he's healthy and does he come back from that injury and, and be okay, I, I think. So I, 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 I did struggle because he – I don't want to. Sh- I, I will, but I don't want to stream a tight end every single week. So you hope you can get a guy late that can play for you every week. Like I got Gronkowski a second year in, in the league in like the fourth, fifteenth uh, round or something. Um, so you hope you hope you can get that, but it's it just it's so difficult. Yeah. I'll, I'll be streaming it. I mean, Doyle will get point six points first week, and then I'll be streaming the rest yeah. of the year. <laughs> yeah, I had um I drew him read on here because every other year he's ranked as like the top four or five tight ends, and this was the first year. He's been injured every year, but this is the first year where people weren't ranking him there. So I actually had him ranked six because I thought there was a possibility, and he's one of the guys I was targeting if I didn't take one of the top three guys. I was targeting him in like the 10th round. He, yeah, he was very difficult to have him at yeah. six, but you knew you could get him late. And it was, yeah, it was weird to see where he'd actually go. I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone took him in the sixth round. Yeah. At the same time, I could see him falling as far as 11 just because of people finally giving up on him. Yep. Uh, so that was a difficult one for me. Uh, next question. Any player uh, you had ranked high in your rankings, but when the time was come to pick them, you avoided them for a player lower in your rankings? 
Oh, um, I can give you an example if it helps. No, I know, I know what you're saying. Why don't you give me an example though, while I just kind of look through? Uh... So, so in my rankings, I had, um, I had Ty Montgomery uh, very highly ranked. I had him as the 21st running back. But when the time came in the fifth round, I took Jamal Williams, who I had nine spots behind him. I took him instead of mm-hmm. Ty Montgomery, and Ty Montgomery was still available in the twelfth round. I just I didn't take him. Yeah, I'm I'm looking now. I I I there there was one. Um, actually, you know what? I don't know that there was a. Uh, oh yeah. There was. I mean, some some minor ones. No, you know what? I thought that maybe when I took Breeze in the sixth round, there would have been guys um, that I had ranked higher than him, but I did not. And that, that's, I guess, why I why you took him. Stuck to your rankings. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. this next question will probably be a similar answer, but mm-hmm. um, player ranked low that you drafted higher than, than you had them ranked. And my example, not, my example yeah. here is, is uh, Jamal Williams. I had him nine spots below blow uh, a couple of the guys and i ended up taking him in the uh in the sixth round yeah let me see here actually um where do i take marlon mack uh you have marlon mack in the eighth 95 overall okay so so i take him 95th overall um i had him rank 92nd <laughs> 92nd so that one doesn't work uh chris thompson i took 98th overall had him rank 100 so i was pretty so much yeah you followed really your rankings sticking to my rankings that's, yeah, uh, I mean, that's, that's some discipline right there that's typically kind of how i roll maybe um yeah, Roethlisberger was kind of the same same idea. Okay, next question. Who is the player you're most excited to draft? Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, AJ Green. AJ Green. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, well, it's it, mm, it, it's not necessarily like I didn't think he would be there, mm-hmm. um, although maybe McCaffrey doesn't go 18th in every league, and, and maybe Travis Kelsey doesn't go before AJ Green in every league, yeah. but... Um, so maybe those things had a fall for me to get him, but I kind of anticipated being, being able to get him at 23. Um, and I think, I think there's a big year in store for AJ Green. Yeah. I think that's a, a very solid pick at that, at that position. Mine was Josh Gordon. I, yeah. I was praying cause I did, I did probably yep. 500 mock drafts and <laughs> in, I'm, I'm not kidding. And in probably almost all of them, I could get him at that spot, yep. but it's just very unpredictable with hard knocks with, with, he's a very difficult player yeah. to rank. Yeah. So I, I started changing my draft strategy to not take him at that position, just as if he wouldn't be there. But I was very happy that he fell to me um, at that position. Next question. Is there, and I, I think there's a few answers for this based on previous conversation, but player you just missed out on that got drafted one or two spots yeah, ahead? Joe Mixon. You, you mentioned just, Joe Mixon. Killed, absolutely killed me. And that, I mean, that really hurts now yeah. with McKinnon down. Right, right. Uh, any any players besides that? Uh, you mentioned Lamar Miller, I think, as well. Um, Lamar. So Lamar Miller went, yeah, one pick ahead of me. Um, and it, it was like, I just, I really have to get another running back who's going to see the field. Mm-hmm. And I, I miss out on Miller by one pick. He goes 49, and I, I have pick 50, and I take a... Uh, take Marvin Jones. So yeah, that that one hurt. Um, uh, there, <laughs> I was actually I was I was drafting. We, we did our draft online, but but D was over here, and uh, I, I made a, a very foolish mistake late late in the draft, and I just kind of said, uh, um, I said out loud in in kind of delirium, um, like, oh, did somebody take James Conner? <laughs> and I probably shouldn't have said that, but luckily, luckily, D didn't didn't take him, and I was able to to get the Bell's handcuff uh, later in the draft. But that was a that was a bad mistake by me. And last question: 
who was the most the earliest surprise to you that was drafted? And like we met, we mentioned the defense and the mm-hmm. kicker, but I feel like that happens every year in our league, so I wouldn't even consider that. So yeah. who yeah. was the pick that came up and you're like, wow, that's two rounds ahead of where I had them, or three rounds, or five rounds? Um, let me see here. That that's a very very good uh a very good question actually. I, obviously, you know, rounds is is probably not too many that were rounds ahead of where I had them. Um, obviously Barkley going third was, was a little bit of a, a little bit of a surprise. Um, uh, I mean, I had, I had, a let me see. I had like Christian McCaffrey, um, kind of further down than, than 18th overall. I actually had him as my running back 12. Um, but th- I mean, there could have been, there probably was 11 running backs that went right before him. Um, that I would have because running backs were just just flying. So I guess that's not necessarily a huge surprise. Um, you know, I guess Rogers going in the third round um, in our league is is a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Jay Jai going in the third round was a bit of a surprise. Um, but people just you needed running back, so it was mm-hmm. it was it was kind of a challenge. I'm looking if there's any like uh, just really blatant, uh, <laughs> really blatant eagle. Uh, Eagle fan picks. Um, this year there was not. not JJ was the crazy, first one drafted, yeah. but Jeffrey and Aguilar both were there late, yeah. you know, mid draft. Uh, yeah, Wentz was there mid draft. Yeah, I've won. Um, and Joku went eighty three, and I think that's a hard knocks, uh, mm-hmm. a hard knocks effect because you kind of see him, and then of course the Eagles played against the Browns. Um, but I had in Joku, um, I had him ranked eleventh tight end uh, behind. Uh, Reed Burton, um, some other guys in that in that area. So I was a little surprised to see him go in the eighth round. I think he went in, in our draft. That is the Shane Train crossover. All right. That is all we have for this episode. We hope you enjoy what you heard. We have a few other episodes coming out this week, fantasy related. Next episode, we will get into our running back ranks as well as our. Uh, defensive ranks and then later in the week we will have our wide receiver and tight end ranks please check those out it will uh, provide some some insight into into how we managed our draft this year